Hustle Tussle Podcast, episode number 23. You'll never see it coming. It is I, Macho Man Johnson, alongside Big Papa Pump. Just John. Just John. <laughs> we have done it once again, my friend. What's going on? Pretty good, buddy. How are you? How's how's life? You know, life is a ticking away until we reach the grave, I always say. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> One step closer to death. Got a little dark at the end, but you know, I'm still with you. I'm still rolling. Reality. I'm still, I'm still rolling. It's a bleak mistress. <laughs> but be that as it may, we're here. We're here with Uncensored 1997, WCW. Yep. We're deep, deep, I tell you, in WCW nostalgia. Yes. Yep. Have you caught up with any of the nitros? Have you done any of that jazz? Not really, no. Uh, I see. <laughs> I tried to, but uh, I, I didn't didn't have the time. Well, I mean, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, we, th- th- to be fair, there is a lot to discuss. <laughs> there is a lot to discuss, not just with Nitro, but in fact with the WWF as well. Okay. As they move full steam ahead into WrestleMania 13. WrestleMania 13 being one of the like lowest bought WrestleManias at the time. There's a lot of turmoil going on on that side of the pond. Meanwhile, we're coming off of WCW Super Bowl, which featured its own bit of turmoil, <laughs> if you remember. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what we're going to be discovering today, digging deep, getting our fingers all muddy and messy as we talk about Uncensored. Are you, uh-huh. are you hyped for Uncensored? Yeah, man. Um, the, just looking at the card for the match, I was like, mm. uh, for the show. Sorry, I was already super hyped up mm-hmm. for it. Um, and yeah, it, it didn't disappoint, especially knowing most of the rivalries coming in. Yeah, it's we'll we'll get into it, but it's mm-hmm. it was very, very, very good. Yes, yeah. Coming off of Super Brawl. Mm-hmm. Were, how were your feelings towards WCW as a whole? Because we did watch the first, you know, train wreck before our very eyes with the botched ending between yeah, yeah. Piper and Hogan and, and Savage joining the NWO for no reason at all. Did this at all put a chink in the armor of WCW? Well, for me, at least it did a little bit just because first we were coming off of a sold out, mm-hmm. which, was, which was just the worst. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> then we head into Super Brawl, which mm. wasn't my favorite show, to be honest. No. Like it was a, it was a good show, but it wasn't my my favorite. Plus, with the ending and all that, mm-hmm. it, it kind of like I, I started to see what people were saying about WCW. Mm-hmm. But I was still like, you know what? It's still early in the year. You keep saying that this is like their most profitable <laughs> years. So I'm like, yes. there has to be a turnaround coming. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, th- this pay-per-view was better, but I st- I'm still kind of like, <laughs> I'm not sure where to be at with, 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 mm. with this year of, we're kind of WCW. We're, we're driving the rickety wagon. Yeah. And we're just, we're looking down at it's the like, wheels and we're like, we just have another mile. Just, just get another mile. <laughs> 
like his, like you see, like there's gems in each of these shows that you're mm. like, okay, this might be heading heading in the right direction. Indeed. But then there's also moments where you're like, oh my god, mm. what are we doing right now? No. <laughs> well. Okay, so let's let's lay the groundwork of Uncensored for our listeners. Okay. Okay, because first of all, the main event that we have is a massive triangle match mm-hmm. in the style of almost a Royal Rumble-esque feel. So even when you think you're out, John, even when you're not in the WWF, <laughs> we pull you in with a rumble anyway. <laughs> Yeah, this this whole concept was was confusing as fuck it to was. me the first time I, I heard it. But it was certainly an interesting concept. Oh, yeah, I will yeah. say that because here's what's happening. It is Team WCW, which mm-hmm. walking into the pay-per-view was the Giant, Lex Luger, and the Steiner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They have put up the tag team titles uh, in exchange to have all the titles on the line, basically, in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile... The NWO with uh, Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Macho Man Randy Savage, new member. They are putting on the line, of course, all of the championships that they currently possess. And should they lose, they are not to be able to wrestle or perform on WCW television for 36 months. Very random number. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to say anything. And Team Roddy Piper. Which consists of Piper, Mondo, Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> and Chris Benoit, <laughs> members of the Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. with uh, Arn Anderson and Ric Flair both being injured apparently, so they are not involved. But what is on the line for Piper is that if Piper should win, he gets Hollywood Hogan in a steel cage match. But wasn't there also a stipulation that if NWO won, they could? challenge for any belt. That's right. Uh, yes, they get okay, carte okay. blanche. They're able to perform on television, perform on the pay-per-views. Basically, it's the like the retribution world. They're going to get some contracts. It's going to be uh uh WCW sold out basically every, every Monday. Week. Yeah, every <laughs> week. Come rain or shine. Also, on Monday Nitro, we have Dennis Rodman Yes. Dennis Rodman has arrived in WCW and immediately plants his flag with the New World Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those were wild times. Yes. How did you feel about Rod the Bod coming into WCW immediately going with the NWO? Did you know anything about this? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like yeah. Being a basketball fan, every basketball fan remembers that time period where mm. Dennis Rodman, for some reason, was wrestling. <laughs> um, not showing up for practices. Yeah. Uh, Making Michael Jordan real upset. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that he had family emergencies, but it was just to go hang out with Hogan. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it makes sense for his character because he was seen as that bad boy type of guy back Indeed. in the day. So it makes sense for him to align himself with NWO. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I like the the theme that Hogan has, bringing in champions yes. of other sports to uh-huh. accompany him. So uh-huh. that was pretty cool to make him look a little better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, when Dennis Rodman is on the show, it it comes to us from Panama City Beach, Florida. So this is the one. This is the 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 nitros where they would have a pool around the ring. 
and it looked really cool. And okay, it was okay. outside. And you need to see it because they used to go back every year to do this for the spring break. And okay. it used to be spring break nitro. And people would be thrown into the pool and like <laughs> backdrop and shit. It was brilliant. And they had a ramp that went across the pool. Yeah. yeah. It looked so wicked. <laughs> That's pretty badass. I know. It was, it's something that AEW have been trying to, to replicate a little bit with their theme shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to some degree of success, other ones kind of well, just blending they, into the background. they never pull the trigger on them yeah. that much. Like, putting a pool around you. <laughs> Your ring yeah. is 100% committed to it's the wonderful. to whatever bit you're going for, yeah. right? Yeah, it was great stuff. And WCW used to do this all the time. The first Nitro was held in a shopping mall. Yeah. Uh, they've had pay-per-views literally on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. Sturgis Michael uh, Motorcycle Rally. And now, Panama City Beach, Florida for spring break. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. And now, would you rather... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our very special edition and a perfect time, as I said, very turbulent time with both Raw and with Nitro. So right, let's go. Let's the see. ratings are there. The ratings for Nitro are there. How is Raw doing on the other side of the fence? And would you rather, just John, let's start. February 24th, the night after Super Brawl, Raw gets a 2.43 rating. While Nitro pulls in a 2.97. The main event of Raw, The Undertaker, taking on Farouk. Oh my god. Or we have Lex Luger and the Giant taking on Harlem Heat. I'll go Lex Luger and the Giant taking on Harlem Heat. Very funny. You know, to, to be honest, I don't know what the uh, storyline is behind <laughs> Taker and Farouk. <laughs> but I don't think that would help not, it. At not, all. Much. not much. Not much. Okay. That was the main event of a Raw. That was the main event, indeed. Madness. Now, here we go. And this, this week of pro wrestling is extremely important. Mm -hmm. And it marks significant changes with Raw is War in particular. Okay. Raw scores a 1.91 rating. See, I don't even know about ratings, and I know that's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. While Nitro pulls in a 3.41 rating. The main event is of Raw, the Bulldog, British Bulldog, and Owen Hart for the European Championship in the final. Okay. Meanwhile, Lex Luger and the Giant take on the Steiner Brothers. Oh, Lex Luger and the Giant again on the main event? Yes. Or... New tag team champions. They're pushing the new tag champs. Right? Mm. Versus the Steiners? Yes. Or Owen versus the British Bulldog? Yes. I'll go Lex, Lex and Giant again. Very I'll go Lex and Giant again. Now, the reason that this Raw is War did so poorly and ends up being a very significant one is because this is the Raw is War that takes place in Berlin, Germany. Okay. Now, the German... That main event makes sense now. Yes. <laughs> and the, the Bulldog-Owen matchup is considered one of the most classic matches of all time. Like, okay. one of the best matches ever, especially during that time period. Uh, however, Germany, they had notoriously... 
had very bad production values. They had very, very poor like value and trouble broadcasting the show. It was poorly lit. It was poorly <laughs> done. I think it came on at a different time because of the time zone change, etc., yeah, yeah. etc. Et Not just that, but the actual show itself was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> except for the bulldog and Owen story. Now, this, the 1.91, resulted in quite some major shakeups, i.e. Vince Russo taking the book as head of creative. Mm. Okay, okay. He is going to end up with his fingerprints a lot more into the pudding so of this Raw is, is War. So this is 97, so mm-hmm. this is when they start changing everything up this is when the the, the things are starting to creep in and the so dawn the, of the attitude era is starting to to poke its head in a little bit when all the the goofy like gimmick matches starting indeed. to appear indeed uh, yes okay, sir. okay so then march the 10th and this is our final stop before super raw 97 raw pulls in a 2.34 with The Undertaker and Psycho Sid taking on Vader and Mankind, or Nitro Nitro from Panama City Beach, Florida, pulls in a (laughs) 3.51. Oh, boy. With the main event segment. I swear to God, if you say the giant and Lex Luger. Okay. Nope, it's not that. The main event segment... And I went to go and watch it because I didn't believe it. Is a public enemy interview. (laughs) (laughs) It's a public enemy interview where they cut a promo on the horseman. Okay. And they're supposed to have a match with Harlem Heat. But the show is cut for time. (laughs) So it's a 13-second brawl, and they end the show. (laughs) They brawl with Harlem Heat? For 10 seconds. And, oh my god. (laughs) So what would you rather? (laughs) See, it's... I'm stuck here because I hate Public Enemy. Mm. But I also hate Psycho Sid. But I have to go with with WWE. You, you would have to, right? There's you no other option. To. There is literally no other option. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's that is your go home nitro. That is your go home segment for Monday Nitro. And I don't like the pattern that I'm seeing with <laughs> with WCW and repeating mm. main events because I believe before the giant yeah and. Hogan match mm-hmm. that was what Super Brawl or was uh, it... that would have been sold out? Sold out where they had it twice before the pay per view, yeah, and then once after the pay per view, and then yes. here again they have the giant Alex Luger, yeah, twice. Like, I yes. get you're building up the tag champs, but mm-hmm. giving us the same guys for two <laughs> straight main events, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't but, know, you know, I don't know, yeah, you have to give it to Raw, they are. Proving to to have some variety in all of their shows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're always putting on a new main event, so you have to give them that. But yeah. uh, needless to say, Nitro is still dominating 
dominating in the ratings. But these would you rathers are going to get interesting. Indeed. A little later on. Oh, yes. Now that Russo is in charge. Yeah, especially towards the end of 97, which is where we're going to be going. We're steamrolling right ahead. We're going to be stopping in October. So we're going to have a great, great gauge of exactly, you know, what we're getting on both sides of the fence. Yeah, right yeah. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to... Super, uh, excuse me, not Super Bowl, but Uncensored 1997 with a triangle match main event. Do it. John, what's it all about? Don't make me say it. <laughs> God damn The numbers. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How terrible doing that. Uncensored, 1997, March 16th, 97. Where are we at? We are live from North Charleston Coliseum. That's in South Carolina. Brilliant. USA. The pay-per-view buys 250. 50,000, which is up significantly from the year before at 175,000 buys. The attendance, 9,295. Back in And the live gate, $101,184. It is a good time to be WCW. Business is booming. Yes. Dennis Rodman is here with mm -hmm. the NWO. Bischoff, Eric Bischoff, has been suspended from his duties with the abuse of power. Isn't he the, the head yeah, guy? How the, the fuck do you get suspended? Ted Turner. Oh, I Ted see. Ted Turner, I see. baby. I see. The Turner brass <laughs> is saying absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bischoff, you're out of here. Okay. Abuse of power. Abuse of power. But the rest of the NWO can stay. Yeah, they're fine. Bischoff okay. <laughs> <laughs> is out the door. Randy Anderson, the referee, is back live and in living color. I accidentally said that he returned at Super Bowl. That was not the case. It was, in fact, uh, uh, what's his name? Mark Curtis okay. was the main event uh, referee of that one. Anyway, so if the NWO loses... They lose the titles, and they can't fight for 36 months. If they win, they have carte blanche over WCW and can challenge anytime they wish. Okay. Perfect. That is the stakes. The stakes Big are set. stakes yep. indeed. Tony Schiaffone. Dusty Rizzo's Babby the Brain He-Man on the desk. Love it. Love yes. it. Let's get it, Let's get it started, baby. Team for match number one. It is a no disqualification match for the United States Championship as mm. Dean Malenko challenges Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, and going forward, just to let the audience know all of these matches have some sort of special yes. 
uh, stipulation to them mm -hmm. because it's uncensored, yes, baby. Yes, it is. It's kind of like extreme <laughs> rules or or a lethal lockdown, if you will. Yes, you know, if I may be so bold and and talk to our our young viewers that don't know anything about WCW in 1997, they're just they're just tuning in. You know, they're they're fresh as babes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Those precious babies that don't know what nonsense it is. You pieces of shit with your youth. <laughs> yeah, so anyone under the age of 25, that's mm. what that means. Get it's extreme rules. Fuck out of here. You bastards. It's hardcore. Um. <laughs> Uncensored. Yes. Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. Indeed. Champion Eddie Guerrero. Eddie gets knocked out early with a shoulder tackle. Mm -hmm. He's kind of uh, kind of looking at the crowd. He's a little bit off his game here. He's he's letting the crowd get under his skin yeah. a little bit, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Dean um, takes him into the corner and puts the boots in. All right, then delivers a massive suplex. Eddie fights back with the mud hole kicks, as Dusty Rhodes calls it. <laughs> Booze for Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, we're starting to see the mm. evolution of Eddie in real time, Absolutely. which is pretty cool. Cut backstage where the wolf pack have killed Rick Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> This was so random. Again. Killed them again. Well, they, they don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. But yes, basically the second time he's been murdered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been so, a bad week. Yeah. Rick, uh, Rick Steiner is laying backstage while the wolf pack stand over him and are taunting and saying, get some help. Call an ambulance. He's fallen and he can't get up. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, back inside where wrestling action is taking place, not that you'd know it from the commentary team, <laughs> but Dean Malenko with a single leg grab. Mm -hmm. Dean then throws Eddie over the top rope, which is no DQ, so it's all perfectly legal tonight. Uh, then Dean grabs the belt and starts using it on Eddie Guerrero, and the fans love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clothesline only gets a two count. Eddie then catches Dean with a uranagi. All right. And then it gets over top. And as Dusty calls it, he's a tongue wagon. He's a tongue wagon in him. Uh, he got, got, uh, got Dean Malenko down and he's just a tongue waggling. Is Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Shakespeare himself. Mm -hmm. Eddie goes over the top rope and drives the leg of Dean Malingo onto the apron. Uh, Eddie is definitely looking, scowling at the crowd. Mm -hmm. He's got the booze, and oh boy, Eddie Guerrero is looking a little heelish here. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Eddie flies in with the classic senton onto the leg of Dean Malenko, a leg lock submission that transitions into the STF. We cut backstage once again where Rick Steiner is being stretchered out now. Yeah, so, and the outsiders are still there. The because, you know, they're pretending to be concerned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Given the too sweet, hope it gets better, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, WCW, at this moment, before the show barely even gets off the feet, already a one man down. Yeah. Already a one man death. Also, I'd like to point out that none of those people look like medical uh, <laughs> professionals. No, you didn't think so? One guy, I think, had a hoodie on. Yeah. I was like, none yeah. of no t shirts and jeans for you. They have to be in uniform at all times. 
Yes, if you're yeah. taking my dead body <laughs> in the ambulance. Fair enough, fair enough. We cut back to ringside where Eddie Guerrero gets tossed into the railing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Eddie is able to fight back, positions Dean Malenko's leg onto the steel ring post, and delivers a drop kick into it. Uh, a figure four, um, and he's holding the ropes uh, when the two men get back inside. An eye poke to uh, break the hold by Dean Malenko. Eddie with the uppercut, stiff European uppercuts, knocking dick still. <laughs> Dean Malenko sent outside with a baseball slide. Eddie top rope, but gets the, the rail instead. Back in, Dean Malenko was working the arm. Eddie gets the tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, a powerbomb into a cover, but only a two by Eddie Guerrero. Fantastic stuff. Dean with a blatant old low blow, but Eddie gets one in as well. He's met a playing dirty, and I love it. A power slam out of nowhere by Dean Malenko lights up the crowd, and then... Dean, with the ultimate form of disrespect, a frog splash onto Eddie Guerrero, but he pulls him up. He doesn't even take the three. This version of Dean is amazing. The last two months of (laughs) Dean Malenko. Unbelievable stuff. Must watch. Unreal. Eddie counters the power bomb, but still gets a tilt-a-wall power slam mm-hmm. for his efforts. Both men going for pins, but no one can get a win. A German suplex by Dean Malenko. A tornado DDT by Eddie upon recovery. And then, an ultimate form of disrespect! A cloverleaf by one Eddie Guerrero! Unreal. Six has arrived at ringside. Eddie gets the belt off of Six, who tries to steal it again! <laughs> But in the haste, Six throws in his camcorder. Dean yeah. Malenko spots it, grabs the camcorder, ducks Eddie's attempt at the belt shot, which was quite clever, and Dean cracks him over the head with the camera. One, two, three. Dean Malenko is your new U.S. champion in a phenomenal opening. Amazing, amazing match from the start to finish. Yes. Even with the interference at the very end mm-hmm. a banger of a match yes uh eddie slowly turning heel like just a couple of weeks ago this guy was getting cheered like crazy yeah so all of a sudden you know this heel change the last two months of dean and his overly aggressive yeah, absolutely. Uh, style that's still um very cool to see um just a great great opener yeah. again WCW of these cruiserweight openers is just nailing it out the park. With, I mean, with you it. can't go wrong. And I would actually, I would go out on a limb here. I would say this is my favorite opening match of WCW so far uh, on our podcast run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because the story was there. We've seen the storyline development. Uh, they used the no DQ stipulation very well and very effectively because these two men are still using the technical style, and they're still kind of being respectful at points, but they are using dirty tactics here and there. Yeah, because the thing, too, with with the way they're using the rules is that it's not like other non-DQ matches where it's just like, uh, I'm just going to grab a chair, crack you. Like, the way they're doing it is like they're not going to cheat unless Mm -hmm. it's for an advantage. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I have you in a figure four. I'm going to use the ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to poke your eyes to get out of a submission. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. That's re- like, we really didn't see them until like the last 
the last moment when Eddie tries to hit him with the belt. Mm-hmm. That was the only moment in the match where they like actually went out of their way to kind of use these dirty tactics. But mostly throughout the match, it was like very strategic, even yeah. though they, they, really they would good. cheat. It was and crazy. That is like that is the mark of very, very smart professionals. Yeah. Like people that know what they're doing. It's it's a completely different game when you have these two doing it and when you just have hardcore bits of plunder. Yeah, and, and we're going to see some of that later oh, on. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's cool to see that, that like, hey, we can still be strategic even yeah. though there's no DQ. Brilliant, brilliant. My favorite match opening, at least, so far. Very yeah, I would, I would have to re- Relook at the ones we've we've seen, but so far, like this is easily top three for sure of the ones we've seen. Uh, backstage, mean by God, Gene with Rowdy Roddy Piper and the Horseman Mates. Yeah, cue it up. You have aligned yourself with three of the views. Yes, a lot of people. Every day of my life has been uncensored. What's new about this day? I gotta fight all these guys to get Hogan in a cage? What is this? Are you gripping me, man? A metal cage where you get your face grinded up and down. Just a second, stand here and talk to me. I don't need to go through this to get you in a cage. But why am I doing this? You know why? I live metal. I eat metal. I got metal in my hip, and I ain't talking about the Queen Mary. Speaking of Rodman, I come out of here in my dressing room. There's Rodman. He's knocking on the door. He wants to try on the kilt. What's the problem? He wants me in it. I don't believe none of this garbage. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Weren't you? Would you want to say something? Oh, one moment, please. Thank you. I I don't think I could. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got horsemen. I got Flair says, I'll be there. No Flair. Anderson, I'll be there. He gone. We got one of the Steiners supposed to be there. He gone. What, I got horsemen? I don't know what horsemen are. Uh, do they ride mares or do they ride studs, huh? I got guys down there that are a little on the coo And if I'm saying it, folks, I got a legitimate beef here. I got, I got Hogan. I got Hogan. You clone Hogan and Dennis Rodman together. You know what you get? Golly. Close enough, Lama. You. you get Fredericks of Hollywood and Hogan. That's what you get. Otherwise, you keep them apart. I got Dennis the Menace down there. I'd have to contend with these guys. I got Horseman. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Horseman, what does this mean to me, huh? Well, uh, horseman, horseman coming off. Hang on. Hang on. All right, Jeff but hang Jarrett. on. Hang on. <laughs> Steve Mongo. Yeah, okay, so wait a second. Let me get this straight. This is the wino. You're the wino, right? Who's going, You're going out with him, right? Or that's your wife, right? Or you're the one that told me I can't trust these guys, aren't you? Admit it, admit it. Uncensored! I said there is some dissension from time to time. What are you, Johnny Cochran? Are you ripping... Ah. Don't come out here and instigate, Gene. We're a unit tonight. The four horsemen are backing up Rowdy Roddy. You talk about Mark Men? Yes. These guys are Mark Men. It's Dennis Rodman. It's Hogan. It's Hall. It's Nash. Those are the boys that are Mark Men. And Piper, I'm going to make a promise. Us three are working as a unit tonight with the real hot ride. Yeah, that means you're working and you're watching my back, right? Not jumping on it. Get it, Rodman? That means, wait a second. Have we compared our differences? Have we, are we all set and square? Are we happy, Mongol? Yes. My friend, Luger, I remember you at War Games crawling off like some car hit dog. You didn't help the horseman that day, brother. And Holly Nash, I can't wait to get my hands on you. 
I remember down in Bradenton hitting me in the head with a spray paint can. I like it. It makes my teeth tingle. You posted me. You wrote NWO on my back. So what? Now you got Dennis Rodman, the worm from Chicago, a basketball player. Watch up, Chicago. I'm going to show you who the icon in Chicago is tonight. Excuse me. I'm not sure where you're coming from. Veins of ice. I need somebody warmed up. I need somebody going to be out there fighting. I need somebody going out there fighting. I need somebody going out there with a little bit of razzmatazz. There's only one reason you became the icon. That's by making the right decisions. That's exactly why you're standing here. It's the right decision. <laughs> you have to. I thought you'd tell me I can't trust these well, guys. Well, I, I didn't mean to say it exactly like but that, but I, there has I, been some dissension. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you, I like them. If I can't trust them, if they're going to be all over the place, if they're rebels, then I like them. How do you do that thing that you guys right do here, with the... Right, right, right here. here. Put that one there. Hey, no. Four horsemen. Four, four, four. Hey, you know what? Just every time you think you got all the answers, we change the have a nice day, Denny. All right, uh, thank you very much. And uh, the queen of WCW, Miss Deborah McMichael, I was going to talk to you, but apparently we are totally wild, back to you out wild there. promo from these guys. Ah, I can't trust you. Who are we going to trust? Oh, my God. Well, speaking of Rodman. <laughs> Piper's a wild man, even uh, what killed me was them showing him how to hold up yeah. the four horses. And he starts, he starts by giving the camera the finger. The finger. <laughs> Jesus. Like, Roddy, what are you doing? I don't right? know how they could keep their composure on this I... guy that I was <laughs> on the floor. Beats the hell out of me. Oh, but, uh, yeah, needless to say, uh, Mongo, Jeff, and Chris Benoit aligning themselves with Roddy Piper. They're saying to each other, we can't trust one another. We can't do it. And what's interesting is uh, that in the build-up to this show, Roddy Piper was recruiting real athletes. So he was recruiting boxers, mm. and he was doing shoot fights. Okay. And these are some of the worst segments ever. <laughs> <laughs> some of the worst segments ever. These ragtag bunch oh of nobodies. Just a bunch of jobbers, nameless pieces of shit. To, to go as Piper's team for the main event of this match. And then, I think like two weeks before the show, they're like, Ah, no, we'll do the horseman. <laughs> but I feel like they, they, they're, there was probably, there's there's something there. Mm. I think if they would have not picked, like, just full-on uh, nobodies and mm. made it just, like, find, like, the most aggressive guys. Oh, uh, but no. But that would have been. You, you would have had to watch them. You have to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> This was dead on arrival. Oh my it's God. Roddy Piper in his regular wrestling gear, but with massive boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was when I was when they were running down the teams for this. Mm-hmm. When they got to Team Piper, I'm like, why is it Team Piper? It's the Four Horsemen. Yes, they already have a team name. <laughs> <laughs> so now that makes more sense. Yes, that makes yeah. more sense. Dreadful segments. Absolutely dreadful. Match number two. Psychosis taking on Ultimo Dragon. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, Mike Tanay joins us on the desk here. He mentions that uh, Psychosis and Ultimo Dragon for the first time ever. Yes. So another first. They've they've had tag team matches against each other, but never 
one on one because of uh, Mexican politics. Or yeah, yeah like I guess so. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> of course, Sonny Bono accompanying uh, Ultimate Dragon. Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono uh, accompanying Ultimate Dragon to uh, to ringside here for Psychosis' match. Dragon on top to start with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt wrestling, whips, trips, pins, and nobody can get the advantage. Uh, quick kicks, and my God, Ultimo Dragon is so fast. Like the way that he's running off these ropes, delivering the kicks. And he's insanely fluid. Oh, like, like not a foot wrong. <laughs> nothing. My God. Like all the all the shows we reviewed, I, well, to my knowledge, I still mm. haven't seen him look sloppy once. No, no. <laughs> uh, he is, I don't know if this is his prime. Uh, maybe it's a little bit before, maybe it's a little bit after. But this, if this is not his prime, he is still <laughs> unbelievable. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the best wrestlers, like, on the roster Easy. Hands Easy. down, yep. Uh, a leg lock by Ultimo Dragon. Dra- uh, Psychosis gets out, manages to get him into the corner, pushes him up, and Dragon with a handstand yeah. on the top rope splits his legs. Dusty says uh, that that's hard to do and that he tried to do it once. Uh, <laughs> a sight to oh behold, that would be. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have to tell us that. No. We know he can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Dragon kicks him down, gets in a camel clutch. Sai is able to switch out and get one on himself. Bobby says that uh, <laughs> that Ultimo Dragon travels by rickshaw to Japan, and Dusty loses it. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you talking about? Did you say he's on a rickshaw? A rickshaw? Oh my god. <laughs> The things that make Dusty happy are I don't know. And he, like, you can tell, you can tell <laughs> that he loves Bobby the Brain. He does. Like, of everybody on the roster, and, he loves Bobby. And if you really listen to their commentary when they're all together, <laughs> Bobby knows exactly what yeah. to say to make him crack he up. Does. Like, you can see moments where something happens and Bobby's just, like, trying to figure out... <laughs> How to like word it because he knows yeah. it's gonna crack this guy yeah. up. Oh my god, it's it's actually it's so lovely, it it's is. so lovely to listen to just oh. seeing him get cracked up all the time. Top rope leg drop by Psychosis ends in a two count, tilt the war backbreaker by the dragon to follow it up. A sleeper, but Sai is able to get in a jawbreaker, but the dragon he just locks it right back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd sadly is dead quiet. Dead quiet. And we're going to experience this throughout the entire show. Yeah. But for this one, it confused me. Yes. Yeah. Because they're putting on quite the performance at the moment. Fucking dragon and psychosis. Like, what are you. Yeah. It's so weird because you can literally see people sitting with their arms folded. Yeah. Their arms are crossed. And, like, you'll see, like, the one or two guys I'll be like, oh, that was a. Yeah. Like like a a little golf club. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I respect this. But it's like. Ah, it was it was a weird weird thing. To Even see. when Psychosis delivers a suicide dive, it gets little reaction, mm-hmm. and he goes over the top. He doesn't even go through the middle. Even Mike Tanay is like, "That is a good move." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Psychosis follows that up with a slingshot uh, leg drop from the inside to the outside of the ring. Uh, Dragon is able to regain control with a handspring back elbow while Psychosis is leading on the ring rail, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Then a acai moonsault by the dragon. Dusty has no comment. Thank God. I think he's used to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, before Psychosis can get back into the ring, Ono lays him out with a spin kick. Well-placed right to the kidney. Uh, moonsault, but Psychosis is able to kick out. Both men fighting for pins. A cradle by the dragon only gets a two. Psychosis tries with a crossbody into the corner, but the dragon moves. Sigh with a superplex. Off the top rope attempted, but both men come flying down face first. It's a double down. Mm-hmm. Frankensteiner by Psychosis, but the dragon turns it into a pin for a two count. Running Liger Bomb, a spinning DDT, and a tiger suplex for the dragon victory. This, okay, this this match is, because I was really hyped for this match when I saw it on the card. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, what's not <laughs> to like? Dragon, Psychosis as the second match following Dean and Eddie. Yeah. This is going to be fucking great. Um, unfortunately for me, like even though it's a great match, it didn't live up to the expectations mm. I was hoping for yeah i'm not sure if the crowd played a part in it i don't know what happened it certainly did for me i i will put my hands up right yeah because crowd reaction for me is so important and so vital to the wrestling experience um that's why i hated like the thunderdome era yeah yeah. (laughs) arena era like you need that crowd reaction when you have like it could be the greatest match in the world if the crowd isn't there and sitting on their hands, it's like, yeah. Because if if you're a if you don't care too much about crowd reactions, mm. if you're one of like those wrestling fans that don't really, uh, ma- does like the crowd reaction doesn't matter, yeah. then definitely go watch this. This yeah. is a banger of a match. Yeah, it's but incredible. If crowd reactions matter to you, mm. this might not be the one just because the crowd was just dead silent yeah like they were pulling off some amazing moves yeah. just to like a handful of like applause yes yeah. and i think i think what was like because some people bring up how like if you if you're into japan style wrestling like they they that crowd is not raucous cheering like crazy they're yeah, very yeah. much like sit there composed watch your wrestling golf clap until the last like third when it's like oh yeah, yeah. But my counter-argument to that, and I think what brings this match down, is that it wasn't a crowd that was respectful. Yeah. It was a crowd that was indifferent. Because, <laughs> because I always hate I always hate that that thing that they say about Japan uh fans, because it's not that they're like quiet throughout the match. They're respectful, but they're not quiet. Yeah. Like if you actually watch a match when a big moves happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they probably react. not yelling, but yeah. they do. Re- you hear the the claps, and mm-hmm. you know every now and then you'll hear someone cheer. So there is a a form of reaction. Yeah. It's just not like you know a hundred people screaming yeah. and being it's like, "It's not oh, American oh. crowd." Yeah, yeah, it's just like claps, but it's still a reaction. Mm-hmm. But this was just no like no one yeah. was reacting to anything. To anything yeah. like mm-hmm. running Liger bomb. Yeah. Uh, Double face buster yeah. from the top rope, tornado DDT, yeah. tiger suplexes, yeah. 
a cartwheel into a elbow, a mm-hmm. back elbow on the like nothing was getting these people out of their no out of their seats. So it's no, like not at all. this isn't even like a respect thing. It was just the crowd was just dead. Yeah, they just weren't into it, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's just curious. Yeah. Very very curious. This is not the crowd, obviously, for maybe cruiserweight wrestling. I don't know because from watching, from reviewing WCW, mm-hmm. um, just seeing how the storylines are going, I expected people to be hyped for this because yeah. I was hyped for this because I'm uh, like yeah. from everything we've seen, these two are were on a collision course, <laughs> and we actually got them, and people are just like, ah, it was it was cool. Sadness. It was cool. When Mike Tanay doesn't react, it's like, all right, yeah. what the fuck's going on? <laughs> You're the cruiserweight guy. <laughs> brother, 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 brother. Ooh, yeah. It is a Diamond Dallas Page interview. See how I swerved you there? I came with the right and got you with the left. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a long day. Oh, yeah. It's a long night at the office. Diamond Dallas Page gets interviewed at the uh, stage area mm-hmm. by Mean Gene Ogerland. Uh, I don't understand what the content of the interview <laughs> was supposed to be. <laughs> Like, I don't understand the purpose of it. Why he was out there. Yeah, because he he brings DDP out and he <laughs> asks him something. Mm. And all I know is DDP went on about Savage. Yeah. I didn't even know they were feuding. Yeah, well, this is only just starting. This is only just starting. <laughs> Round one. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And it, it does, in fact, become feud of the year. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. so we, we might... Be making a little detour. Okay, okay. To, so a little, a little see, rocky start. Yeah. Well, okay. We might be making a little detour in order to to explore some Diamond Dallas Page and Macho Man Randy Savage. But uh, needless to say, uh, Diamond Dallas Page is, yeah, I guess, cutting a promo kind of on Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> like just unprovoked, just starts talking about Randy Savage. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite lines of mm. probably ever in the history <laughs> of words yeah. uh ddp says hey savage next time you can snap into a bang <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is wrong with diamond Dallas page is trying his oh. best I think it's a very slow burn until he becomes a genuine very character. Slow burn. Yeah. He's like, snap into a yeah. bang. Because everything is coming into place. Like, it's actually beautiful to see this man learning his character on the fly. But yeah. But there's still kinks. <laughs> a lot of them. A lo- like, I'm glad that we get to where we're going to go. Because yeah. he's honestly a great wrestler great human being oh, yeah. overall yeah, so it's really cool just mm-hmm. to see him go through all this shit yeah. to get to where, where he is so uh diamond Dallas page is in the, uh is conducting the interview then all of a sudden out of nowhere brand new member of the new world order macho man randy savage and miss elizabeth who is now a visible character yeah. <laughs> so she's getting her own development yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Macho Man and Liz are on this podium area near the announce desk, and they have themselves a, a, a Playboy magazine type thing, yeah. or, a, or a nude celebrities magazine. Yeah. And before that, 
Savage said that he wants to apologize for mm -hmm. something. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep running down this. He never apologizes no, for anything. No, not at all. Not okay. at all. <laughs> because he's saying, I didn't know that you were so cool. I didn't know that you were so so hip and so with it. Okay, because because now I know who you are, you know? Like, now I realize that you've got some, you know, like, you've got some taste. you got some taste in the ladies. And While his wife's beside him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he pulls out the magazine. Well, actually, Liz does. Mm -hmm. And she shows a centerfold, which has been spray-painted, so all of the nudie bits are covered. Yeah. But Kimberly Page, uh, Diamond Dallas Page's wife, uh, for the first time, actually, being acknowledged on television as his wife, uh, is in the nudie mag. Mm -hmm. So Macho Man is like, you're cool. I want to be your friend now. <laughs> You've got her. Because <laughs> uh, he mentions that he's had, uh, he's had an affair with Pamela Anderson. Yeah, he said one of his girlfriends is yeah. also in the mag, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. his. Pamela yeah. Anderson is like... And uh, and and Tommy Tommy Jones or something like that. Whoever Pam's boyfriend yeah, 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 was yeah. at the time is like, and, and he's cool with that. He's cool that I did that. Uh, but yeah, Kim's in the mag, and now you're really cool. And I, I love how be... Elizabeth's beside him this whole fucking whole time. time. Whole time. <laughs> and and as this is happening, as he's like, you're real cool, brother. You're real cool, brother, brother, brother. Right. Uh, here comes Kimberly Page, <laughs> who has been spray painted from head to fucking toe. This is where the wheels completely <laughs> come off of this segment. Completely from head to toe, she's been painted. And she's been painted letters, like like letter painting. Yeah, yeah. So she had to have been held hostage for hours without DDP's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like NWO yeah, all over. All over the place. There's yeah. like stripes up and yep, down. Yep. They've got her hair. They've got her face. Like everything. Dress, legs. I'm pretty sure I saw something on their foot. And, <laughs> and it's confusing because DDP did not have a match before this. Not so. He no. was in the back. Yeah. Whole day. So, <laughs> so I'm like, when did you guys find yeah. the time for this? Yeah. As far as we know, he was only scheduled for an interview segment. So. And his portion of the interview was like five seconds yeah, long. So yeah. I'm like, when did you guys have time to do this? <laughs> Why didn't he ask for his wife at any point during the day? She mysteriously disappears <laughs> and he's, you don't ask questions. He's like, damn, I can't see my, my wife. The NWO's gone. What's going on around what, here? What's happening? <laughs> so Kim comes out head to toe in the best dress of zebra mm -hmm. and... <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page is like, what happened to you? Where have you been? <laughs> and Savage decks the fuck out of him. Like, first he jumps off of that podium, Good which was God. not like... It was not. It was like 10 feet off yeah, the ramp. He jumps and then just crashes. Yeah. And so hard that he falls over himself. <laughs> he grabs hold of Kimberly. He's like, look at him. Look at him now. And then he gets over top of DDP. He's like, you're cool. You're really cool. <laughs> and 
And then he starts, he's like, uh, you, you want me to DDT him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to power drive him. Yeah. I'm going to power drive him right now. And she's just like, and Kimberly's like, no, please. With the worst fake crying yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, please, no, no, leave him alone. And she gets on top of him after they've spray painted him. And uh, so she's on top of DDP now. And uh, <laughs> Savage grabs her by the hair and goes to spray paint her back. But Liz, now having a role, uh, says, let me do it. You know, I, I mm-hmm. want to spray paint. And she takes the spray paint and she just draws half of a W. <laughs> <laughs> and hands it back to Mojo Man and very politely says thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And what's so what's so hilarious is while all this is going down, <laughs> Mean Gene's just, just commentating. Commentary. He's like, oh come on, don't do that. What a classless display. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, are you going to do anything yeah. about this? Do you have anything to say about this, Elizabeth, here? Here's some mic time for you. This is a classless display. We don't condone this, <laughs> by the way. And um, it's like <laughs> the most brutal thing is happening on just the right side of him. And he's just like, oh, what? How could you guys do this? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Elizabeth gets on the mic and, like, you can't hear her. Again, no. because she's so soft-spoken. Like, who made this woman a heel? <laughs> who who could do this? Who could make her a heel? Because she says, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember, because uh, I didn't hear half of it, but she's like, oh, don't worry. Like, now you're you're famous. Oh, yeah, yeah, At the NWO. Yeah, she, she, said, uh, she said something about, like, oh, don't worry. The NWO really likes you. Yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, <laughs> now, I hate, hate the fact that Macho Man is in the NWO mm-hmm. because it makes no sense. It makes yeah. no sense at all. But with that being said, he made me laugh so hard in this segment. <laughs> if cocaine was a person, it would just be Jesus. <laughs> like he was all over the fucking. The second You're so he cool, was on bro. camera the second he was on camera he was electrifying <laughs> you're so cool i want to be your friend <laughs> again it's so much like hollywood hogan in yes. the beginning where this switch just happens but- but I feel like he's even more unhinged. Yeah, because that's Macho's character. Yeah, he's way more unhinged yeah. than, than uh, Hogan. Yeah, and that makes for like such compelling TV. Like it's like it's like Macho King, but like, yeah, taken to like, <laughs> like the extreme. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they were like do Macho King, but like you have no <laughs> no limits, no limits. No Just filters. keep pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. We'll give you six minutes. <laughs> you can go out after DDP talks for 15 seconds. As soon as he mentions your name, hit the podium. <laughs> this mic is on, and you can go on from there. Yeah. yeah. We'll turn the commentary down. You'll just have me and Gene. <laughs> Unreal. 
crazy. Great segment. Match number three, Mortis versus Glacier in a mixed martial arts match. And uh, Mortis is accompanied by James Vandenberg, of course. <laughs> and uh, for wrestling fans, of course, you should know that Mortis is, in fact, Canyon, Chris Canyon. Uh, yeah, yeah, Listen, what, were you, what were you going to say? Uh, <laughs> for ever since I've, I've known wrestling, mm. I thought Glacier was like a joke character. <laughs> Like, uh, like, like Santino Morella, mm, no, he's like something like that. Yeah. Watching this match, I'm like, oh, they're a hundred percent serious with this guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, th- <laughs> this was specifically, specifically to capitalize on Mortal Kombat fame. That's it. <laughs> Sub Zero. Yeah. They wanted their version of Sub Zero, so Glacier, and they spent six figures on this man. Oh on his God. entrance, on his presentation, yeah, on his like everything, he had an undefeated streak. Yeah, yeah. Like they put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this man, and we're going to discuss it because this he is supposed to be Glacier. That is, is supposed to be an experienced mixed martial artist. Okay. So he has the training in this field. You wouldn't know it from his wrestling <laughs> skill. I'm sorry to say it. I, I don't like to, to knock professionals yeah. because they can do shit a lot better than I. But the fact of the matter is, is that Ray Lloyd, Gracier, is shit. <laughs> Until, and again, all this time I thought he was a joke character. So when I saw this match come on, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like a little palate cleanser before we keep... But they were like, this is a legit, like, yeah. actual guy with a storyline yeah. and an undefeated streak. Mm. And he's fighting, I think, like a vampire or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. And I'm like, these two guys are like a serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my this God. Is, this is a real thing. This is a real thing being taken seriously. And they are hoping to capitalize on mixed martial arts, oh, uh, the, the Mortal Kombat thing. And it's ridiculous. So in this mixed martial arts match, it starts out with a sidekick and a back body drop. <laughs> Interesting choice. Um, Mortis gets back up and starts working the back and the ear of Glacier. Mm-hmm. You can tell because Glacier holds onto his ear and says, Ow, my ear, multiple times. <laughs> Mortis ducks a kick and slides to the apron, only to be baseball slided by uh, Glacier anyway, sending him into the railing. Uh, a suplex by Glacier on the outside, again, mixed martial arts rules. James Vanderberg. <laughs> Uh, pulls Glacier off of a cover. Glacier gives chase. A baseball slide by Mortis that nearly kills Glacier. That was the only part that I was like, okay. Like, that was decent. Was when he nearly when he dies. Died. Yeah. Uh, Mortis picks up Glacier in a fireman's carry and walks up the steps and does a press slam. I like this part. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mortis, Chris Canyon, I... one of the best... And most underrated performance. I hate that the two best moments of of this match are when Glacier <laughs> almost dies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, he no. flips back inside with a clothesline, tries to follow up with a springboard leg drop, but misses, does Mortis. Mortis then hits a delayed Famouser, 
like a very slow, weird-looking mm-hmm, famous. Mm-hmm. Tries for it a second time, but gets powerbombed instead. Uh, Glacier fights back with some of the most crap offense I've ever seen, and uh, only to be knocked down by a sidekick. A suplex from the top. Even my dog is bored. <laughs> <laughs> By the retelling of this match. Even my dog is snoring at an uncomfortable volume. Uh, <laughs> a superplex from the top oh rope by Glacier God. after knocking Mortis on the top. Yeah. Uh, Mortis catches Glacier coming off the top into a Northern Light suplex. That was decent. Into a near fall. Gl- Glacier goes for his kick, but the ref is pulled in front. Mortis lands his, but only gets a two. Glacier then hits his kick and wins. After a malfunction between Mortis and James Vandenberg. Also, the fact that his finisher is just a sidekick. Just a sidekick. It's not even a super kick. He can't even classify it as a super yeah, kick. No, because he doesn't just get the full. Sidekick. Yeah, no, it's just a little, like a little sidekick. Nope. And it's like, you know. That's you, supposed you, to be his fatality. <laughs> I know Mor- I know Mortal Kombat. That's supposed to be fatality. That's, that's <laughs> what I know because if you're, if you're going to rip off Mortal Kombat, the game that's like one of the most violent games in the history of games Mm -hmm. and you're telling me that his finisher is just like a weak (laughs) little sidekick it's like what what are we doing there you go oh my god Uh, after the match brian clark who in the wwf was known as adam bomb are Mm -hmm. you familiar yes of course great uh yeah he is now coming down as wrath debuting as (laughs) wrath and they beat down glacier a little bit uh, to no fan reaction at all. Everybody's dead quiet. Yeah. Um, um, literally, when he when he's calling for uh, what's his what's wrath. his name? wrath mm-hmm. when he's calling <laughs> for him, the crowd doesn't even turn to no. see who it is. No. Uh, when he comes down, the crowd's mm-hmm. still like, I I don't care. Yeah. yeah. They they get down. They start beating up Glacier. The crowd's like, we. St- Still don't <laughs> care about this. Not at all. And it's sad because Brian Clark looks amazing. He, he looks incredible. But I think it's the fact that it's they're they're trying to do this whole like mm. like cartoony kind yeah. of thing and just it doesn't especially fit. for that era that yeah. everything was like punk rock and everything yeah. was I don't think they they wanted that. It was very stupid. Yeah. It, it was very stupid timing. Yeah. Because Glacier gets built up for months. This and feels months like and months. one of those, like the 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 eighties, like WWE. Yeah. Like, Even early WCW when yeah. they were really into the characters. I mean, there was the new generation period, right? Yeah. Where there's Doink the Clown and the Goon and, and exactly Duke the Dumpster. And on the flip side, you know, they've got like the like Dong number one and Dong two, <laughs> uh, the Arachna Man. Like if these three guys would have done this exact same thing but in that era, yeah. I can see people reacting a bit more favorable. A little that. bit. A little bit. But, but here it was just like, no. We, no. We, like the we we've passed that no, era. <laughs> this is NWO's world. Yeah, and and by the time NWO gets here, like the the NWO is a game changing, landscape changing mm-hmm. faction that cannot be understated. How they got into WCW and they changed the product. They changed it. Yeah. So f- from all of this goofy shit. <laughs> They changed it, not anyone else before them. 
yeah. I, I will die on that cross. <laughs> and I love that the person who, and again, I'm not, not crediting him for this, mm. but the guy at the head of this revolution yeah. is the main guy from the era that yeah. he's trying to kill. Yeah. So that was, it's pretty cool to see that as well. Interesting. But yeah, a shit match. Yeah. Glacier oh, yeah. is an awful, awful wrestler. And character. Awful. Just and a- Mortis could not get anything out of the man. And yeah, we're going to see what happens with Glacier down the road. Oh. Uh, recap of the Wolfpack running off the Steiners. Uh, yeah, you finally got to see that clip. Uh, how oh, did you feel about it, actually seeing God. it? That was that was something. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't remember from last week or who probably just haven't seen it, mm. uh, Six now has a camera and he's mm-hmm. documenting everything that the the NWO does. Uh, outsiders are in the car. They happen to spot the yeah. Steiners. Yeah, just so happen <laughs> to run past them. Yeah. And they start basically pushing them off the road yeah. till they flip their car yeah. and I guess die. Yeah. I mean, it's a brill- <laughs> it's brilliantly cut because there's yes. like just a half second where the camera kind of goes odd. Yeah. And by the time it comes back, it's showing the flip but, happen. But the way that they did it, it almost felt like uh, Six was moving and like yeah. the, his own car blocked it. Yeah. And then he went, like if he was filming it from the front camera... Yeah. And then the, move to the passenger, yes, the back passenger. Yeah. Yes, and then that little space yeah. in between the car kind of blocks yeah. it. It was so well done. Perfect camera work. It was so, so well done. Even though, like, it kind of gets ruined because you see the ramp. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of notice, like, okay, they <laughs> used the ramp to flip it over. But yeah. if it weren't for the, for the ramp, yeah. that would have been one yeah. of the best editing jobs Honestly, ever. Very good. And it, it shot. It's so Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so Blair Witch, like, on the handheld camera. It's black yep. and white. And you can hear the comment, the outsiders yeah, talking in the background. But you don't see them. Yeah. You don't see them. It's just, like, it's so weird. And then, like, once they, they flip over the car, when they're like, okay, okay, let's yeah. go back. Let's go Should back, let's we go back. stop? Yeah. Did anybody see it? Like, Hall is such a gangster because he's like, is there anybody around? Okay, no, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Hall and Nash, they do not get enough credit. Like, they need, they deserve so much more fucking credit. Yeah. Like, they're amazing. crafting these realistic elements of the story? Absolutely. Because this is the only place that you're seeing real, 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 realistic stuff. Just heals, like, just the most badass heroes yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, God damn, that was so scummy. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> and the lulls just keep on a coming <laughs> as Buff Bagwell takes on Scotty Riggs in a strap match. Mm-hmm. Yes, Buff Bagwell comes out and he says, "I don't care who wins this match. I just want to beat the hell out of this guy." Just what the fans want to hear before yeah. a match starts. Because I'm Buff. <laughs> And I'm the stiff. Uh, does a nice, nice pose, nice Hogan pose. Ooh, double bicep. He's a beautiful man. God. <laughs> so cringeworthy. God, yeah, damn. Yeah. You know that he once had to take time off of injury because uh, his his calf implants exploded. 
So he has calf implants? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, to make them look like... I don't know. Look better. Look nicer. I don't know. More fit. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had to take time off due to injury. Oh, my God. Because his calf implants exploded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know how to answer that. A little uh, nugget of information for you. Just let it sit. All Just right. let it sit on your tongue. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scotty Riggs comes out with a strap. In this strap match, you must touch all four corners in order to win the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buff Bagwell gets a little bit of a whipping before the match even starts. Uh, but then once he's in, Bagwell gets the upper hand and taunts immediately. <laughs> Bagwell gets crotched on the top rope and then whipped in the chest. He's then superplexed off the top rope by Scotty Riggs. Riggs is a whipping. He's a choking. Uh, then Dusty starts talking about um, a sack of cement. Okay. Starts talking about the sack of cement uh, that it's easier to pull, but Tony Schiavone doesn't agree. It's uh, easier to pull. It's easier to pull a sack of cement uh, with a strap than Buff than a, than a human. Oh, right. What? <laughs> That's not. Bobby does agree with him, and Dusty is overwhelmed by the fact that Tony Schiavone doesn't agree with him because he's saying, "Of course, of course, it's easier to do a sack of cement because the sack of cement ain't fighting you. It's just laying there. It's just laying there. You can pull it around all you want. Okay, it doesn't have legs." And then Bobby the Brain Hainer is like, "Yeah, it doesn't have any legs, so obviously it's going to be much easier." <laughs> You can 100% carry a human before you can carry it. No. I I am with Tony Schiavone on this one. And Dusty Rhodes is like, yeah, you see, of course it's going to be like that. You Thank you very much, Bobby. Thank you very much, Bobby the Brain. Of course he's the brain. No. Talking about the C-Man. And literally, every single time after that, when anybody goes to touch the corner, he's like, you see that? And if it was a bag of C-Man... <laughs> If it, was a, if it was a bag of man, we wouldn't have had this problem, okay? He already would have been touching in four corners if he had the bag of man. And Bobby the Brain in is like, yeah, you see, like it doesn't have any legs, right? The legs are the problem. It's a, it's a living being. Why is that every match I skip ends up being hilarious? You need to watch the show. You need to watch. Like, these are gems that you are missing. <laughs> Tony Giovanni oh. is like, I am not going to be fighting with you two about a bag of cement. Can we just call the match, please? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Riggs t- Riggs goes to start on the corners only to get it broken up. Bagwell hangs him on the ropes. Uh, Bagwell is then on the attack and goes to win, but he is also stopped at the second one. And this is when Bobby and, and Dusty Rhodes really start to chime in. Literally crying. Yeah. They're like, you see, he was stopped at two because he's not a bag of cement. <laughs> picks up Scotty Riggs and he does the American male's like hand clap taunt with Riggs's body and Scotty Riggs delivers a low blow 
And uh, <laughs> Bagwell just manages to keep control. Um, Randy Anderson is the referee. Buff goes in for a cover at a random point. Randy says, absolutely not. That is not how the match goes. You have to win by touching the corners. And Buff is like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and Randy Anderson pushes him down, gets in his face, delivers the jabbing and the jiving yeah. and the talking. Don't you mess with me, motherfucker. And uh, Buff Bagwell is like, I'm sorry. And then he goes to the camera and he's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> what was this match? Uh, yeah. He attempts a blockbuster, but Riggs gets out of the way, delivers a power bomb and a missile dropkick, uh, tries to go over the corners, it gets stopped. Buff Bagwell then backdrops Riggs over the top and does a hangman spot over the ropes and chokes out Scotty Riggs. Buff Bagwell goes to one corner, two corner, three corner, four corner, wins decisively. And there you have it. Okay. And there you have it. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to go back and finish that match. <laughs> you need to. Because I'm literally crying over here. That was yeah. the funniest exchange I've ever heard anyone have. <laughs> the bag of semen. What the fuck? Because he brings it up out of nowhere. It just comes out of nowhere. Oh like, God. before they even start touching the corners, he's like, if it was a bag of semen, <laughs> it would happen. We would have no problem whatsoever. <laughs> but because it's not a bag of semen and it's a human <laughs> being, uh, a bag of semen is a lot easier to handle than a human being. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sweating over here. Team NWO get themselves a little interview where they're talking pure bullshit. They, uh, <laughs> Scott Hall and Kevin Nash both tried to end the interview collectively, but Hogan and Savage continue the promo. <laughs> so and, what was supposed to be maybe a minute 30 turns into four minutes for no reason. <laughs> literally doesn't, they don't say anything no. either than we're like, they're basically saying we're going to win. Yeah. They don't have anything. No. Well, every now and then, Savage kept making Hall look at the magazine. Yeah. He's yeah. like, look, 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 yeah. look. And Hall's just like, I don't care. And Hogan is too busy putting Dennis Rodman over. Yeah. It was such a weird, weird thing because Savage is trying to make Hall, or I think it was Nash, look at the magazine. Yeah. Hogan's talking about Dennis Rodman. Yeah. The outsiders were just like, no. what the fuck? Just trying to end the what? interview. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is the opposite of the Piper interview, because at least with the Piper Horseman promo, it at least hyped the match. <laughs> this one hyped up ramen. Yeah. But now it's time for my favorite match of the night. Your favorite match of the night. Did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> it's Harlem Heat. Uh -huh. Versus Public Enemy. And I know, I know, uh -huh. I've said before that I hate Public Enemy, and I do, but this match was fun. Okay. This match was fun. So it's a tornado, uh, no DQ tornado tag match. <laughs> and as soon as the match starts, uh, what's it called? Public Enemy, they come down with some trash cans. Mm -hmm. And the second they get in the ring, they just start hitting Harlem Heat with trash cans. Yes. Harlem Heat starts hitting them with with uh with trash, with trash cans. Yeah. It's this is the entire the match. There is not a wrestling hold at all. At all. Yeah. It's literally I'm gonna hit you with a trash can. 
I'm gonna hit yeah. you with a pan. Yeah, um, I'm gonna hit you with a there's a there's a lid. <laughs> there's a funny uh moment because uh uh what's her name uh Sherry. Sherry. She every time she would get a trash can and Stevie Ray would be holding on to one of Public Enemy, she would always hit Stevie Ray yeah. in the head with a trash can. Four times. Yes. Four times. <laughs> she gets her cheek cut open. And, she um, gets a gash on her cheek in this match. Uh there's a there's a moment as well where I think it was uh Booker T. He mm-hmm. goes to pick no, sorry, one of public enemy goes to pick up uh a pizza pan. Yeah. And Tony Shavon is like, oh, he hits him with a pizza pan, and Dusty Rhodes like, wait, hold on, stop. <laughs> he gets a what? <laughs> yeah. Dusty Rhodes was having a blast. He was loving yeah. this match. Like this match is great just to hear his commentary. <laughs> Because throughout the whole time, he's losing yeah. every time Sherry would hit Stevie Ray yeah. with a trash can. Like, my God, this woman can wrestle. <laughs> this woman can move. Unbelievable. After, like, the fourth one, he's like, please, someone get the, get, get that trash can out of her hands. <laughs> and Bobby the Brain Heenan just keeps saying, it's uncensored. It's uncensored. This is what it is. It's uncensored. But, yeah, if, if you want to hear him break... Go to that moment because Tony Shavani's like, he picks up a pizza pan. <laughs> and Dusty's like, he picks up a what? <laughs> he pick up a pizza can? Pizza pan? What was he doing with a pizza can? He wobble leg him. Uh yeah, then we we there's a there's a fucking crazy table spot in this match where public enemy puts Stevie Ray on the table and mm-hmm. then they do some weird cannonball yeah. to the outside where yeah. both men land on top of Stevie Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Which looks like it fucking hurt. It like, looked miserable. <laughs> it looked miserable. Um, but yeah, there was literally nothing. There's not a lot to talk about with this match. It's basically ch- uh, trash can, trash can, trash can, trash can. That weird moment with the pizza pie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They grab a, a toilet seat cover, hit each other with that for yeah. a little bit. Uh, the one table spot. Uh, Jeff and Mongo come out and attack mm-hmm. Public Enemy. Yeah. Uh, and that lets Booker T hit the Harlem Hangover for and the And he lands with all of his ass <laughs> on Grunge's face. Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah. He almost broke. All of it. <laughs> he almost broke his face. His full body weight. His whole ass. Yeah, he basically sat. Face. He basically sat. Yeah, on his face from yeah. the top rope. Uh, this match was so very fun. Shit. Very fun match. They, they can't do anything. <laughs> there's they not. Can't do anything. There's and this is not me exaggerating. There is zero wrestling holds. Nothing. Like proper wrestling holds, there is zero. Nothing. They just. Bop each other on the head with cans. <laughs> the only wrestling move in this show was the Harlem Hangover, yeah. and that was at the end of the match. And it was a bot. And it was a bot. <laughs> <laughs> Either than that, it was just pure chaos from the start 
to the finish. It's so bad. Great match. It's so bad. The public enemy can't do anything. (laughs) They can't. No, they have their wave. And they got 12 minutes. They got 12 minutes of just. Ch- uh, trash can shots. God, this was one of the them worst. gets busted open like a minute yeah. into the match. Grunge, yeah. Johnny Grunge gets busted open immediately, like a minute into the match, and he's already bleeding. Sherry got cut. Yeah, Steve Ray took one of the worst bumps I've seen with that chair, with that table spot, and then Booker almost broke a man's face. Yeah, that's quality. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst things I've ever seen. One of the worst things I've ever seen on a large national scale. Unreal. Interview with Team WCW, which is now just three men. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lex Luger, the Giant, and Scott Steiner, who's going to be going it alone. Uh, he's upset about Rick Steiner being dead. Yeah, he uh, said he's never seen his, his brother leaving an ambulance. No, nah, never done it. So he's he's already pretty pissed at yeah. the outsiders. But now he's even more peeved. Yeah, and he <laughs> says, you know, horsemen, I have no beef with you guys, but mm. I if you even cross me, well, it's big papa pump time. It is. It's big papa just yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Match number six. Yes. Television title on the line. And I, before we start breaking it down, would like to apologize to Prince, whatever the fuck your name is, Iakea. Not starting out good if you don't know his name. (laughs) All right, all right. Let me read. Let me me redo it. Apologize to Prince Iakea, who last episode I said some not so nice things about. No, no. But this match was pretty good. All right. And I apologize to him. Do you have some notes? Oh yeah, yeah. We can. Yeah. I can. I can run down this All bad boy. Right. In the interest of sharing the load. We don't. I got you this to time. Say that. I got you this time. You thought that if you sped through the other match, I wouldn't say nothing. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's do it. Rey Mysterio versus Prince Ikea. Uh, starts off, they do some, some classic cruiserweight back and forth, you know? Well, I love, even before the match begins, the prince, when he gets into the ring, he goes around oh. and does a Hawaiian dance. The yeah, entire, yeah. The entire circle of, of the ring. <laughs> right past Rey Mysterio's face. <laughs> he gets so close. <laughs> he gets so close. I think one of the feathers like <laughs> just brushed br- br- his face. He gets so close to yeah. Rey Mysterio. Oh yeah. god! And Ray's just sitting there, just like <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, but yes, they're yeah. Doing, they're Cruise, doing good cruiserweight, cruiserweight back and forth. You know the whole, uh, the whole nine. Ray goes for like some, uh, like a head scissors move, mm-hmm. but Prince. Grabs him and turns it into a Samoan drop, which, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's not a Samoan drop since he's Hawaiian, so like yeah. a Hawaiian, a little Hawaiian drop. Yeah. Uh, Ray hits a springboard senton onto Iokea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray does a head scissors that sends Iokea to the outside. Then he hits another springboard senton, uh, this time to the outside on Iokea. Uh, Iokea hits a power bomb to Ray. Uh, I'm going to call him Prince because I feel like I'm mispronouncing his fucking name. It's Ayakea. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Somewhere there's some Hawaiian listening to this being like, that's not how you say it. So Prince then <laughs> does a springboard crossbody to the outside onto Ray, which was pretty cool. Indeed. Uh, Ray hits a moonsault from the top rope on, on Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray hits a... A, a K-Brada. As Mike Tanay calls it. A K-Brada? A K-Brada. What the fuck is a K-Brada? A springboard moonsault, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, Ray hits a a top rope powerbomb. He goes for the pin, but Prince kicks out. Uh, Prince goes for the springboard crossbody off the top rope, but Ray meets him in midair with a drop kick. Uh, Ray Ray hits Prince uh, with a whisper in the wind, Mm -hmm. and... There's a weird moment because the bell rings. Because, okay, drop. yeah. Basically, it's for the TV title. Okay. Apparently, it usually has a time limit yes. for how long you can you can uh, wrestle. That's right. Uh, they, did it, they told us, the viewers at home, mm-hmm. they didn't really tell the audience <laughs> that were in the crowd. And they weren't like like they do with uh, AEW now or mm. just any promotion now that they tell you where the time is. Yes. So Ray hits the whisper in the wind. Mm-hmm. The bell rings. Ray thinks he won. The crowd is very confused because they clearly saw Prince kick out at like <laughs> one. So they're like, yes, what, what is going on? Yes. Um, and again, they explain to us what happened. The crowd <laughs> has no fucking clue what's going on. Nope. Uh, Ray grabs the mic. He basically says he respects Prince, but he wants to some. He wants some more time. Yes, he deserves some more time. And Prince is like, you know what? Fine, I'll I'll agree to some more time. Yeah. They restart the match again. Yeah. Crowd super confused as to what's going yeah. on. And Bobby the Brain Heenan lays into Prince IK at this point. He's like, if this stupid idiot loses, it is his stupid fucking fault for being such a stupid jackass. He won. He made it to the time. That's it. Oh, so when Bobby does it, it's fun. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, as soon as the match restarts, Ray lands some chops on Prince. Mm-hmm. He then hits a springboard leg drop to the back of the head of, of Prince. Ray hits a like Ray's fully in control. He hits a reverse or a Karana from the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray then goes for a springboard uh, into like a Hurricanrana, mm-hmm. but like a Frankenstein. Yeah, but Prince reverses it and wins by pinfall. There you go. Yeah, there you go. What a match. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed this match. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like super crazy, but it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, uh, Prince Iakea is, is a failure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's cool to say he, that. He's, a, he's a failed experiment. He's a failed experiment for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because there's still no crowd reaction for the man. Yeah, uh, not very much of one. Well, that's because anyway. they 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 fucking just threw the belt on him without no buildup. Like yeah. Yeah. one minute it's Ray versus uh, Regal yeah. in this feud that was going on, and then they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna switch it last yeah. minute to this guy that no one knows." Yeah. And uh, I think hasn't had a like before. He became champ. I don't think he had a nitro no. match. No. So it's like now we're just gonna put the bell on this guy. So it's like, yeah, people don't give a fuck. 
WCW, Lex Luger, The Giant, and Scott Steiner taking on NWO members Macho Man, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hollywood Hogan, and Team Roddy Roddy Piper with Roddy Piper, Steve Mongo, McMichael, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, and Chris Benoit. <laughs> the rules of the match are as follows. Okay. Uh, there will be four rounds of uh, entrances. Okay. The first round of entrances will have one member from each team begin. Uh, there will be a five-minute beginning okay. in which these three men will be able to duke it out and battle it out. Then the second round, which will present another member from each team. And then two minutes thereafter, there will be a third round which would presumably be the final member of the WCW team that is going in one man short. Then, finally, one minute thereafter will be a fourth round in which the final members of each team will enter. Okay, so I carry the one and then mm. add... A <laughs> <laughs> what we're looking at is about six rounds. Oh. <laughs> six rounds... Four entrances, uh, two minutes, depending on who has their hand on the clock. So it's pinfall, submission, and... Or over the top. Over the top. Yes. So you can be thrown over the top. Both feet must touch the floor. <laughs> right, now that that's out of the way, mm -hmm. let's get into the first three... The stakes are as follows. <laughs> Roddy Piper is wanting to challenge Hollywood Hogan inside of a steel cage if he is able to win. Okay. If WCW wins, they are banning the NWO, gaining back all of the championships. The NWO cannot be around for 36 months. If the, end, if the NWO win, they have carte blanche over the entire WCW to challenge for whatever championship they so desire at whatever show they so desire. That won't backfire. Mm -hmm. Roddy Piper's cage match does not have a set time. It can happen at any point in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving everything very vague. <laughs> All right, now... It's it is unknown <laughs> as to whether or not the title will be on the line should Roddy Piper win said championship match. Okay, so now the first <laughs> three members of each team come out. Mm -hmm. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> they paid Michael Buffer again for this. <laughs> This is the easiest money he's ever made in his life. I was like, yes, the first three members no, are. No, fuck you. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, uh, so come, uh, Scott, Hall, Scott Hall comes out as the first member of NWO, mm -hmm. the Giant as the first member of Team ECW. WCW. WCW. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> so you're distracting me, goddamn. <laughs> I wanted to get the rules in place. And then uh, Chris Benoit. as the 
the first member of Team Piper slash Absolutely. Yes. So uh, Scott Hall gets the fallaway slam on Chris Benoit before the Giant even gets to the ring. Mm-hmm. Once the Giant gets in, a double clothesline for both men. Giant maintains control pretty much with strikes, clotheslines, yeah, yeah. big boots, the things enti- of that. The whole five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hall tries a 10-punch spot on the Giant but gets pushed off. The Giant delivers one hell of an elbow drop onto Scott Hall. Uh, Hall tries to get a sleeper in on the Giant but gets thrown off. Uh, then, chokeslam to Chris Benoit, a mighty amount of hang time. Uh, he throws Scott Hall into the corner, does the giant, and goes for a big splash. Hall moves. The giant goes over the top and to the floor. The giant has been eliminated before the second round even begins. The giant... Oh, my God. <laughs> It makes all the fuck the, the the dumb shit he did when he first debuted yeah. in WWE make so much sense. Yeah, yeah. he is for five straight minutes. <laughs> he is because he gets eliminated with only ten seconds on the clock. That's right. So for the first five minutes, mm-hmm. he is completely dominating this match with just chops yeah. and strikes mm-hmm. and big boots. And ass. for some reason, he's like, you know what? Now's the time for me to go for like a crossbody. <laughs> Splash in the corner. Uh, God to no avail. damn. To no avail. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Randy Savage, and Lex Luger, which I was kind of surprised about. I was kind of surprised that Luger would be out before mm-hmm. Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, uh, those are the two men out in round number two. Uh Lex Luger gets in, press slams uh, to Jeff Jarrett, uh, press slam over to Macho Man, but Scott Hall breaks it up in time. Uh, Then uh, there's barely any action because two minutes goes by, lickety split, and we have Mongo, Kevin Nash, and Scott Steiner. Uh, So the final member of WCW is out. A big old pop for Scott Steiner, who runs wild, delivering press slams, power slams, double underhook suplex to Scott Hall before Nash takes a cheap shot. But Steiner ends up slamming Kevin Nash. He -hmm. is hugely over here. Then a big old suplex to Randy Savage. Jeff Jarrett is knocked out and eliminated by Kevin Nash after a big boot and a clothesline. Then Scott Hall backdrops Steve Mongo McMichael out of here. Then round the final round, yeah. number four, Roddy Piper, but for some reason, no Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hogan decides not to come out. <laughs> yeah, for like a good like like a good couple minutes, he, he decides just like no 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 not time not coming. And then I and then it's weird because you see the clock come back up. Yeah. So I think even they were like, wait. Where is Logan? Are, are we supposed <laughs> to put the clock back up? What's going on? <laughs> uh, Piper shows up. So Piper has only Chris Benoit with him. Mm-hmm. Lex Luger is a man completely unto himself with no more members uh, because Scott Steiner is booted out by Kevin Nash shortly as Piper gets into the ring. Uh, for some reason, Hogan and Rotman finally come out separately. Uh, Hogan decides that he's not going to go in and he's going to take pictures with Dennis Rodman on the outside. Yeah, so he's just walking around the crowd, yeah. just throwing up some two sweets, yeah. you know. Just having a time. Uh, Roddy Piper and Savage are just fighting. Piper's got a chain from somewhere that he's choking <laughs> Randy Savage out with. 
uh, Hogan just takes pictures with Rod the Bod until finally he gets in and starts choking Roddy Piper. Uh, these men brawl to the outside. Macho Man attacks out of nowhere once again. Um, back inside the ring, uh, Rodman positions himself behind Roddy Piper, who takes an Irish whip from Hogan. Rodman holds down the rope, sending Piper out. He is eliminated. Yep. Uh, Piper refuses to leave and continues to fight <laughs> with everybody for the next five minutes. Uh, the Outsider's Edge to Chris Benoit, and then he is thrown out. Piper is still chasing after Rodman until finally, you know, all members of the NWO just get in the ring and leave Piper behind. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luger is all that remains against all four members of the NWO. And then Luger fights back out of nowhere with a backdrop. Clothesline, torture rack to Macho Man who submits immediately. Then, Nash, clothesline to the outside. Scott Hall is then racked, and he is submitted. In no time, it is down to just Lex Luger and Hollywood Hogan. Uh, Luger goes to rack Hogan, but Savage gets a can of spray paint from Dennis Rodman and delivers one of the weakest shots that I have ever seen. And, and this is how you know that Savage was put in this group, like, was putting him in this group was such a bad idea. Because mm. this whole main event, like, don't get me, this main event is great. I love, I like this main event. Yeah. But the whole time you're like, NWO, WCW, and then you're like, oh, yeah, Savage. Yeah. Like, he always feels like, you, you always, like, kind of forget him. Then you're like, oh, because even at this moment when he, when Luger racks up Hogan, I'm like, Oh shit, he's actually gonna do it. it's over. Then Savage yeah. comes on. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Savage is here. Savage, is, yeah, Savage is here, I guess. Yeah. It's always that moment with, with Savage. Yeah. And so there you go. The NWO win. They are allowed to challenge. They are official in WCW. Uh Rodman comes in, spray paints Lex Luger. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Uh Savage. Wait, was it to Lex Luger or was it to Hold on, let me see. I mean, they beat the piss out of Lex Luger for a bit. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. uh, uh, what's his name? Dennis Rahman then, after he spray paints Lex Luger, he gets on top of Lex Luger mm. and starts slapping Just... Lex Luger with the worst slap. <laughs> like, none Very of them weak. connect. I, no. I have so much love for Lex Luger because he mm. tried to sell them. Like, you see yeah. him, like, move his head. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. No. But none of those shots were connected. No. Nothing None of all. those shots were connected. Um, yeah, but then comes the loudest pop so far on the podcast as Sting, Sting. descends from the rafters and looks down NWO. And all the members of commentary are like, do something. Do something. <laughs> what are you going to do? Make your mark. And we're going to play it here. And let me also say this, Dream, you said that Rodman is not a wrestler, and I said, no, you're right, he's not. Yeah. But, oh my, Sting, Sting, Sting is here, Sting from the top, come on, man, play up. your cards, do something, who are you playing for, boy, do something, Sting. yes, Tell him like it is. Tell him like 
put him out too. reaction by far sting nails everybody he hits hall with the bat he hits nash with the bat he hits macho man coming off the top rope with the bat he drops everyone with the stinger splat with one of the most one of the most legendary moments in wrestling like if you've ever seen any uh wrestling highlight reel or any Anything wrestling, mm-hmm. that moment gets put in there. Absolutely. It's one of the best moments ever. It's explosive. Mm-hmm. The crowd go nuts, and mm-hmm. it is such a sustained pop. Like, finally, Sting has made a definitive thing. And, and the, I am against the NWO. And then he had that super badass moment when... Uh, Hogan's like, oh, drop, drop the bat. Why don't yeah. you drop the bat? And then he drops the bat. Yeah. And Hogan's like walking in the ring and he yeah. turns his back to Hogan. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Turns his back to Hogan. Says, come on, get on in here. Yeah. Hogan gets in and he's like squared up. He throws a punch, but it is blocked. Sting nails Hogan. Sting beats the piss out of him. Drops him with the scorpion death drop. A huge, huge yeah. Huge moment. It is an epic, epic ending to this show. And yeah. And it almost makes you forget that, you know, NWO can challenge for any title anytime. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere. The lasting moment, <laughs> the lasting memory is Sting finally planting yeah. his flag. His moment of victory. As we move on to the match of the night, the standout star in the overall show grade for Uncensored 1997. It's been quite a show. Match of the night, the standout star of Uncensored and the overall show grade for the pay-per-view. Just John, what do you got for me and why? Match of the night, Dean Eddie, you know. Uh, Harlem Heat and Public Enemy have a special place in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) But this one was just insanity from start to finish this was the best match Mm -hmm. on the show yes easily yeah um standout star lex luger i've been love like this he's been my standout star like three times Mm -hmm. already yeah i've been loving his uh his this little wcw run that he's been on kind of him versus the nwo thing that that they've been setting up um i love this pop that he that he did at the at Mm -hmm. the end of this match he was getting a huge reaction as well yes fucking tapping out uh savage and Mm -hmm. scott hall you know throwing out nash because i think he 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 
knows his limits. He's like, yeah. I probably can't Might rack not. up. Yeah. Wouldn't have looked great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still a badass moment. Mm -hmm. um, overall show grade was 3.5 out 3. of 5. 5. Really enjoyed it. Uh, literally only the Mortis and Glacier match was terrible. Mm -hmm. But then everything was like decent to really good. So, uh, oh, 3.5. Very good. 3.5. If good. it wasn't for Mortis Glacier, I could have been four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is very true. Very true. Uh, yes. Match of the night for me. Absolutely echoing it. Dean and Eddie Guerrero. 1,000%. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As I said, one of the best matches that I've seen in WCW uh, on the podcast so far. Mm -hmm. I'd go as far to say as it's one of the best matches that we've done on the podcast mm -hmm. so far. Um, yeah. So Dean and Eddie, man, they are killing it. I can't wait to see what they continue to do. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm I'm wondering if it's going to turn into a triangle match at some point with six, uh, oh. getting six in there and, and doing a three I can see, I can see them do that. Seems like that's I can where see they're them going. Do that, yeah. So we shall see. My standout star, however, is going to be Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was very entertaining in that interview. But uh, what I will also say is that during the main event, he was selling for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sold a lot for Roddy Piper. Yep. He sold a lot for Sting in the post-match scrum. Uh, he was very, as you say, like there were bits where it was like, oh, yeah, Savage. But when he was on screen, he was noticeable yeah. uh, in the sense of like he was giving a lot to the performers. Yeah. And I think the more that he gets to come out of this heel skin it's, yeah. it's going to be very entertaining. Yeah, he even saves Hogan and everything. So he's putting in the work. Like, yeah. I think he, he he knows that as him being a member of NWO didn't sit right with a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. So he's really upping upping his, his performance. Upping the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the overall show grade for me is a three out of five. It was a perfectly there middle of the road yeah. show. Uh, perfectly fine. Um, yeah, the, the middle did lag for me a bit. The crowd, unfortunately, was not there for a lot of the matches. Yeah. That definitely brings some things down. Um, but needless to say, you know, we had some good matches there. We had the opener. We had uh, Psychosis and Ultimo, Guerrero, uh, Ultimo Dragon. Very mm -hmm. good. Uh, Ray and IK was fine. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And the, the main, main event, event was good. Yeah. The concept of it was good. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a little complicated. But once you, I think if it was a run a bit more smoothly, like had Hogan have just come out at the proper fucking yeah. time. And <laughs> if all teams had all their members. Yeah. Because like after like round three, then it's like, oh no, now it's only two people that are coming out. Yeah. yeah. And, but again, it, it was an interesting, it wasn't a bad concept. No. It was an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, I would actually like to see it be done in present day. I would actually like to that, see it happen. I could, uh I don't know because like for example in AEW they they're going to have a lot of trios. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of trios. And I they, wouldn't mind seeing it. And they the uh, AEW already has a similar concept with yeah. their battle royal style which yeah. is they come out in groups, exactly. right? Exactly. And that runs so, quite smoothly. Yes, I think be, it could happen again. I yeah, it wouldn't be that that hard yeah. to to do. I would like to see it. But like it would to have to be like an AEW crowd or like a smaller exactly. independent promotion. Yes, yeah, for sure. Because I think if you do that in WWE now, they'll, yeah. they'll, they won't know what the it fuck. It would be rough. Yeah, it would yeah, be rough. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. A so, hard sell on that one. 
Indeed, indeed. So I did say that we might make ourselves a little stopgap for Spring Stampede, which is the next episode in which the main event uh, would be Randy Savage versus Diamond Dallas Page. There's no Hogan. There's no Roddy Piper. A lot of the big stars are not there. What happened in that show? There was just time off. Oh, there was just time off. A lot of these guys, they were on contracts. They were guaranteed money for less dates. Mm -hmm. So the the next show, Spring Stampede, is on the back solely of Macho Man and Diamond Dallas Page. All right, let's do it. So that could be the next one. Uh, But on uh, what I was originally planning was uh, taking a look at Slamboree, which has the main event of... Uh, Roddy Piper, a returning Ric Flair, and football star Kevin Green taking on the Wolfpack. What are you describing right now? What the fuck? (laughs) It is quite the interesting show, and that uh, six-man tag match, actually, is considered one of the best matches that that WCW put on in that year. What are you saying? What? Uh Uh-huh. So there's a lot of avenues that we can go down, so I'm actually not going to tell anybody what we're actually going to do. (laughs) You have to tune in next week to see which one it's going to be. This is a win-win either way. A win-win either (laughs) way. Uh, But yes. Um, Now, I'm going to take the wheel on uh, the outro for a little bit here because I did say that uh, we had a a, a a heartwarming announcement, a feel-good announcement to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, you can uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to us and joining us on this episode. Um, you can find us on multiple platforms such as Spotify, uh, uh, Google. Stitcher, uh, all of these wonderful things, Audible, uh, Amazon Prime Music or some shit. (laughs) But I am also proud to announce we are on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys we would be on there. Oh, we are officially on that even got Apple me by surprise. Podcasts, ladies and gents. So all of you iPhone users out there <laughs> can now hit up the iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave your ratings and reviews on there. And I would just like to say, uh, it, because it it was very difficult to get it on <laughs> to Apple yeah. Podcasts. We had to jump through a lot of hoops in order to get it done, but. It's the amount of listeners that we have had in our 23 episodes mm-hmm. has been quite overwhelming for me. I have really, really been appreciating the feedback. All of the episodes uh, are getting great numbers and great reviews. Mm-hmm. And to be on Apple Podcasts, to, to give the platform that much more to the listeners that, uh, you know, some of them don't have Spotify. Some yeah. of them can't be bothered to create accounts. <laughs> I get it, brother. I get it. So, uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts official. Thank you very much for all of you listening and, and being there while while just a couple of stupid lads talk oh. about some stupid wrestling. <laughs> we appreciate you. So, yeah. That's dope. Look at That's that. That's dope. Look at what we've done. 
We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. So now. no excuses from anyone. We are literally <laughs> everywhere now. We're everywhere. YouTube, you Spotify, everywhere, anything you can think of, we are yes. there. And you can follow us where? On Twitter, at the Colossal Tussle one mm-hmm. and on YouTube as well, at the Colossal Tussle. Yes. Yeah, so you guys have no excuse. You guys can contact us. You mm-hmm. guys can listen to us. Yes. You guys can watch us, even though there's no video, you can press yeah. play and you can press play and watch yeah. us like do some vacuuming yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need to do we are there there you go mm-hmm. and uh yeah also director kj at ferron 36 on the instagrams you know yeah we're, we are there and available and we will continue to expand we will continue to provide more content in the future as we continue to grow and until next time We are out.